that last episode that I published, I didn't really get into tail. And I kind of set up, hey, you know what? If you've made a mistake, and especially if you've been wrong, more specifically wrong within religion, if you have believed something within religion that is that you found out wasn't true, how'd you go about it? Were you able to, did somebody share with you an idea and then you studied it? Did you just think something's not right here and you studied it yourself and you found it out and then you were just like, you felt like you just broke through and you have like freedom with the truth and just like, oh, wow, you know, I'm so glad I learned that. Which that can happen. Sometimes we can resist the truth. And sometimes just because somebody says something to us that's different from what we're doing, that doesn't mean it's the truth. You know, just because someone else believes something is the truth does not make it the truth either. Just because I'm telling you some stuff today, it doesn't mean it's 100% correct. But it's an idea. And if you're, if you have realized that life is a learning process all throughout, and if you've seen that you've made mistakes before and that, hey, you know what, maybe I'll study this again. Uh, you know what, if anything, I'll study it just so I can, you know, have a better answer to share if somebody I know believes the same way and they ask me about it. You know, just preparing yourself. So, because I find that while you're preparing yourself, you're learning about the subject. You know, like a good lawyer will learn both sides of the case. I've recently started, in the last several years, I'll, I'll look at other views, like, why does somebody actually believe contrary to me? Like, why are there all these views? And why are some of them so different in, in how they are? And I'm not, if I, I'm not trying to make myself out to know more than you or know more than anyone or think that I'm better than anyone or think that I'm just like, oh, hey, look at all what I know. I've, I've just had time to study. I've been single a majority of my adult life. Like 90% of my adult life has not been in a relationship. And what that does is it gives me time to study and, you know, pray for a Christian wife that seems to never come along, or when they do, I don't recognize them well enough to... Uh, appreciate the blessing of one, and then I still stay single. And if I was in a relationship, I would be pleasing them with words and deeds and trying to marry them and all that stuff. And so I find that whenever I, uh, I've just been able to focus on studying. And I, you know, as far as it, as far as I'm concerned, I haven't had a problem with using my spare time to study when I'm not in a relationship. So, it, you know, I know there's a lot of ideas out there, but I've been a part of stuff that I realized I shouldn't have been a part of. And then I studied it, and I was like, oh yeah, I shouldn't have been a part of that. But there's also more than two sides to the story. There can be a third. There can even be another that I don't know about.
But so I'm gonna go ahead and just I'm gonna share them real quick. If if you're re, if you're in a part of this, if you're listening, and you see the topic, you see that it's a part of Christianity. I'm just gonna go down this list and uh, just share how it was presented to me. Okay, uh, Christmas. I, I could not find, when someone told me Christmas wasn't the day, I studied it. And the Bible may talk about stuff around the birth. Wise men saw the star in the east and they're traveling. They give them uh, frank, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But it doesn't actually say it happened on December 25th. There's actually nothing that I can find in the Bible relating the Messiah's birth to December 25th. There's nothing that says we are supposed to, we're not commanded to celebrate it. We're not even encouraged to celebrate it. And there's nothing that I see that other people are celebrating it. Other than when he first was born and they gave him gifts. It doesn't say they came back next year. The year after wasn't a continual, hey, this is the one we're going to just keep on. Just happened once. And looks like those presents and gifts may have helped. I mean, maybe they could sell them, kind of help with his life, kind of help. I, I don't know what he did with the gifts. I don't know if it was all medicinal purposes, if the gold, you put it on the baby's body and, uh, you know, like purifying properties like the essential oils, or if it was just kind of like, hey, you can sell it, you can use the oils on them, which essential oils are, are pretty good. I don't know if you use them on a newborn, but, you know. Anyways, they were given to him. They were like kingly presents. Nothing about December 25th. Now, I, I've been a part of Christmas years. Years and years. And I even knew someone who we knew it wasn't... We, we were Well, we, we were wanting to honor. And he was going to make a birthday cake. He's like, I'm going to make a birthday cake for Jesus. I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I guess that's pretty neat. You know, it's, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I, you know, it's, I didn't like oppose him on it. And I was just thinking, huh, that's never heard of that before. But then we kind of came to a conclusion, like it's not on the 25th. And some people that I know, like, they'll still, they're like, you know what? I know it's not the 25th. I know it was, I know there's a lot of sun gods and other deities that were worshipped on the 25th for, you know, zodiac reasons and whatnot. But I'm going to do it. I'm, that's when I'm, I'm going to celebrate his birth. That's a little selfish. You're going to do it. You know it's not the day and you're still going to celebrate it. How much honor are you actually giving? Does the Almighty want, is, is anywhere in the scripture, has someone taken a custom that was not a part of what they were supposed to do and have they incorporated it into worship and honor and praise and has it been accepted well? Like especially something like this. Now, if, if if you still want to keep trying to celebrate the Messiah's birthday on our Savior's birthday on that day, uh, I mean, you can check out Jeremiah 10, 
That's kind of talking about not having a cutting down a pine tree and putting it in your house and decorating it and kind of setting it up that little base at the bottom to keep it upright and you know I mean there's just because someone says something against something doesn't mean it's you know doesn't mean it's bad but when a person does see that it, it it's it's not it's not a part and you still justify it. If you don't see it, that's one thing. But if you see it, try not to justify it because that's just, that is not, that's not a good thing to do. Another example, uh, Easter. You know, in Christmas and Easter, maybe these are the only two times that somebody goes to church. Well, Easter was a pre-Christian custom anyways and I know we, I know I only touched on Christmas a little bit but you know you want to you want to meet up with people you want to meet up with your family you want to eat you want to give gifts I wouldn't bring the Messiah into it keep it strictly unreligious from my point of view from me reading idolatry and seeing that the Almighty does not want these pagan practices incorporated into his worship that's 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 the only place i get that from is that he that he doesn't want it not that not that we don't want it like it it's not for us we're not celebrating it for our sake we would be doing it for his sake and if he doesn't want it why do it at all so the next one's easter easter is based on That room was kind of, this is better right here. That was echoing. Easter is a part of, it's basically worshiping the planet, the second planet. Christmas is dealing with the sun god mainly, you know, with the winter solstice. And it's at the lowest point of the year and then it starts coming back. And people are, you know, people are doing celebrations and gifts that through cultures that could last and vary in days. But. Uh, Easter is like the spring solstice and now you got like uh, springtime and fertility and that's how you got other stuff. I'm not going to break down Easter all. I'm not going to break down it all the way down, but you know, we in Christianity, we're going to, we're trying to worship. We're trying to honor the Savior by Again, celebrating a day concerning his, the resurrection. But then when you find out that like it's a different day each year. Like even Passover, even to, you know, like, well, hey, I'm going to go back and try to celebrate it like with Passover. Like that's going to still be a different day. I mean, well, maybe it wouldn't be a different day. It's supposed to be similar days, but it would. it's not going to be like on a Sunday, you know, like the first day of the week. Because Passover goes off the date, you know, the first month they got out of the land and like the 14th day of the month and, you know, they start that and then the Feast of Unleavened Bread starts and, and all that stuff. So we're not even told to celebrate that day in, in, in specificity of like the actual 
Like, I don't see it. If, if there's a verse that says, hey, we're supposed to honor it every week or every year, like coming into the faith based on the promises that he did with the fulfillments is one thing. And if someone wants to keep Passover every year, I mean, I wouldn't be killing a lamb, but, uh, and I wouldn't do it how Judaism does it because, well, they, at the end of it, they open up the door and they ask, hey, is Elijah here? They're looking for Elijah because the Messiah said, hey, if you'll believe it, Elijah, John the Baptist was Elijah. He was the one who came saying, you know, he was preparing the way for the Messiah by telling people to repent and be baptized. And so he was the one that was foretold that was going to be preparing the way for the Savior. And then when the Savior got baptized, went in the wilderness and came back out, he was saying the same thing. Repent, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's at hand. It's near. It's here. I mean, he was, he was preaching it. And, you know, John the Baptist, I must decrease, he must increase, all that stuff. So anyways, but they say, oh, Elijah must come. And they look, open the door and look for Elijah and, I remember I was a part of one of those services. Somebody invited me. They were like, hey, see if Elijah's here. And I'm thinking like, we're a bunch of Christians in here. Why is, why are they asking about Elijah? Like, does nobody know that? It's, it's the custom they do. I was also a part of a Passover where they did not do that. Where's Elijah? They, uh, they, they did it more on the Passover of when Moses came out of Egypt, well, in Egypt, when Moses kind of, that first institution, it's a part of that, and other people that have, that has transformed into more, and that's, you know, that's, it's part of a custom, but I'm not Jewish, and uh, I wanted to be for years, I really thought, I was like, man, that'd be great, be a part of that heritage, but we obviously know, we're not saved of Heritage doesn't save us. A church doesn't save us. Being good doesn't save us. We can't buy our way into heaven. You know, we can't work our way into heaven. And our, our lineage, our heritage doesn't get us in. It's by faith in the Messiah, who is our Savior. By grace we're saved through faith. It's a gift from above, from the Almighty, not of works, lest anyone boast. That's Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9. So, right off the bat, you know, if, if anybody's talking about anything dealing with commandments, and anybody else will say, oh, are you trying to work your way to heaven? Like, would you say that to the Apostle Paul? I mean, I'm serious. Would you say that to uh, Peter or any of the other ones who wrote these books, who are telling us to be good, do good works, like, they're the ones saying it. I'm not saying it. They're the ones saying it. They're the ones quoting Scripture. The Messiah, he's quoting Scripture. You know? He has a covenant based on better promises, but he says, you know, you love me, you keep my commandments. What are his commandments? If someone just thinks it's, it's just love, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be condescending. I'm just, I've studied this back and forth, like I'm just, like, okay, it's love. I mean, because I got all these ideas 
from all these different pastors all throughout the years. Okay, love. Love. Here we go. It's love. How do you love? You know, I've been in a, rela I've been in a relationship where a, a, a female has said, I love you. And she didn't really do stuff that seemed like she loved me. And, you know, people can be in a relationship. You can have a husband tell a wife, hey, I love you. And he goes out and cheats on her. And he, get, and he goes out and gets drunk. And then he goes and he, 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 he hits her. Comes home and just, you know, starts hitting her around. And then the next morning he's like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. You know how I get when I drink. Yeah, stop drinking. You, you, what are you doing? What's your problem, man? You get drunk and you start like beating up everyone in the house. Like, just stop it. You know how I get when I do. Yeah, we, everybody does. You're a punk. You know, you're a mean drunkard. Stop it. And, oh, I, you know, I, I love you. Like, the word doesn't mean anything. Like, how many, how many women just hate men now because of, look what they've done. You know, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And I'm not, you know, and then I'm like, I'm not the perfect guy, but then like, I'll try to talk to some of these women and um, they look at me like, like they're just burning a hole through my head. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop talking to this lady right here. Like, I'm not even trying to hit on them. I'm just chatting. I'm like, what do you, what do you think I'm trying to, I don't know what's going on here. I'll just. This is before we are all wearing all those masks. Most of the time, people receive me nice. You know, hey, what's going on? You're just kind of chatting. But some of them, I'm like, you know what? And I, I don't get mad at them. I get mad at the sons of guns who are turning these women against men. They're just turning them against men. I know a couple situations where guys, uh, like the mother will beat the son and he'll, he'll, like, he'll hate women and he'll just start dating men just for his hate for women, but uh, that doesn't have as much of a, like, I don't, it doesn't have as much of an effect as, like, all the abuses that men put upon women, especially when they're young, you know, or, like, in the family. Like, you got a dad, like, doing bad stuff to his daughter. You're like, what's your problem, man? And I, here's the thing, like, I know people leave religion. I know I was talking about pagan customs, and I, I kind of switched a little bit, but there is so much sick sins. And, you know, I, I guess, just, you know, if, if you're trying to put these suckers behind bars or, if, you know, Messiah, the Savior says it'd be better if a millstone were wrapped around this person's neck and they were cast into the, the deepest part of the sea. A person might kind of question, like, why does it have to happen to begin with? Or why does it happen? It doesn't have to happen. It does because we live in a sinful world. It sucks, you know, and I can be talking about pagan practices and I still don't think people should become, should turn from the natural order of like, hey, look at nature, you know, and I've thought about it. I've thought about it before. Like, hey, I don't get along with women. Every relationship I've had has failed. Like, someone start talking to me about, you know, now I'm still attracted to women. Like, hey, hey, what about these trannies out here? I'm like, come on, man, don't, don't be talking about that. Somebody I worked with. And then I was like, oh, you know what? I won't be dealing with all this shit. I've got to mark this explicit now. Son of a gun. I wouldn't be dealing with... I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry I just cursed. 
I wouldn't be dealing with all the crap that goes on in all these relationships. Like, some of these other women, they expect too much from guys. Too much. And I was like, you know what? It's like, yeah. I, I didn't even realize it, but like my mind's starting to like, it was starting to turn. I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, well, it's good. It's good that I got to see a little bit of how, see how people can not want to, you know, like, oh, hey, it's not going well with women. I'll try men. Or women are like, yeah, oh, all men suck. There was this girl I worked with. She's like, oh, men suck. And I'm like the only guy in the office. And I'm thinking like, and I just wanted to say, hey, not, not all of us. And I didn't. I was like, you know what? I'll let her vent and do her thing. She ended up becoming a lesbian. Like within a month. I was like, oh my goodness. How did this happen? And I look and one of her friends, her friends is, her friend, I was like, her friend turned her into one. Her friend's not one. Her friend is jealous of her. Turned her into it. I hear the words. I hear, I, I start listening a little bit more and being a part of conversations. I was like, this girl convinced this other girl to give up on men and something they don't even do. If you know someone that's like that, where they will just convince someone else to do something that they don't do, that's pretty messed up. Anything I say on here is I've either been tempted at it or been a part of it, like religiously, and I'm just like, it's not good. It's not a good deal. Even if you're wanting to think about going over and like, hey, you know what? I just screw like this whole gender identification right now. Like, what type of? It's outrageous. It is. It. Oh my goodness. I, I don't. I don't understand. Like, hey, if you're born, a, if you're born a particular way, just keep it. Stay that way. It's. It's too much. Oh, you. You're not letting people live how they... Hey, people live however they want to live. I'm just voicing. Just don't give up on who you are. You know? People hate themselves all the time. People have straight hair, they want it curly. Curly hair, want it straight. Light skin, want it darker. Got all these dark-skinned people trying to be lighter. Light-skinned people trying to be darker. You know? You got reductions, additions... All this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? I know someone, this this guy, he is he is just a hoss. I'm just like, and he's strong. He's like, man, I'm fat. I'm like, dude, you're not fat. I feel fat. I'm like, who's telling you you're fat? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not fat. You know, just that word, like, give me a break. You know what I'm saying? And it's Hollywood. It's the media. They're making everybody... Not one and be comfortable in their own skin. All these models that are, they put up as, and you know, why do they make it to where they're promoting thin in such a way that it makes, it causes eating habits, eating disorders rather, causes unhealthy eating habits. There is just such a, there's such an imbalance and it's it's reaching it's reaching a breaking point 
You know, I think, I think something's gonna happen where it's just gonna like. I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what's gonna happen. Just like people are just gonna just, just get tired of it all and just maybe go back to. Living. Just a, a normal, regular way of life. Maybe guys won't be such hound dogs trying to sleep with every woman they know. Hey, just you find a woman you like, marry her. If you can't, just I don't know. Stop trying to stop ruining everyone else's life with, uh, with your uh, fornicatious escapades. It's just, just men just breaking women's hearts left and right. All and and women are doing it too. Women are using men up. I mean, they they've turned the script in recent years. It's just it's it's a lot of bad stuff. It's a lot of bad stuff going on. A lot of, a lot of heartache. A lot of people going to bed at night. They're lonely. They're just, you know, and then they try to go into the arms of someone else, and it's, you know, they're just having like many honeymoons. That's all it is. You get to meet someone. You got butterflies. You go through the honeymoon without getting married, and then you divorce, and then you're off to the next person, with without the ceremony, without all the, you know legalities it's just it's even the people that are in it and that they're loving it at the end of the day they're still lonely too they still wish they had someone and they'll meet someone and that someone doesn't want them and they reject them and now they see how it feels because they've they've rejected people their whole life and now they get rejected now does that make them learn and not reject people or do they get does it make their heart get hard? And then they're just like, well, forget it. I'll just hurt somebody so I won't hurt. There's just a bunch, there's a bunch of bad stuff and a bunch of hurt going on in the world. So when I talk about these pagan customs and idolatries, I know there's like, people are starving. People are getting killed. They're being falsely accused. Maybe they're being rightly accused. Maybe somebody's breaking, you know, if you break the law, guess what? Just own up to it. Uh, let's say let's say you're speeding and, and you get pulled over. How many people's got pulled over? Hey, do you know I pulled you over? Don't don't ask. Just be like, hey, hey, you're going ten over. Here's a ticket. Just do that. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Just tell us. Hey, we know why you pulled us over. Good night. Who who's who's going fifteen miles an hour over, and and doesn't know they're speeding? It's a possibility you could have got caught in a speed trap, but. Speed trap's only like 10 over, so you're, you're at least doing 5 over. Whatever you're doing, you're doing over even what you thought was the speed limit. You know? I mean, let's just, let's just call it what it is. You're speeding anyways, whether you, like, oh, I thought it was, I thought it was uh, 40 back there. I thought it was 45. Yeah, well, you were doing, you were doing 50 anyways. Like you're doing 55 anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I do 5 to 10 over. Yeah, you're already breaking the law. You're already going past the speed limit. Anyways, when they pull you over, just, do I know I, do you know I pulled you over? Uh, please tell me. Or, I don't know, I haven't been pulled over in a while, but when I do, I might say, uh, yeah, yeah, I was, um, actually, you know what? If you don't want to admit to anything, just don't lie. Just don't be like, uh, yeah. Just don't be like, no, I don't know why you pulled me over. And they're like, well, you were speeding. Like, 
Like you're doing 15 over. Actually, I was doing 11. Like, yeah, you're just admitting to it anyways. You know what was going on. You know, when you're speeding in the zone and you're going too fast. Anyways, don't, just, they gotta, they gotta, there's enough stuff going on right now with all this other crap. Someone goes to reach in their vehicle. People keep guns under the seats. Does, does anybody not see that? Like a guy recently. I don't know how they let, I don't even know how they let him walk back over to his vehicle. Step in front of him and stop him. Hey, what are you doing? Just like following him over there, like follow the leader. Hey, I just, maybe he said he was going to get his wallet. Maybe he kept his wallet under his seat. Anyway, I don't know. I, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't know everything about it, but it's like he goes in, he goes to reach under. It's stupid. Hey, guess what? Just don't break the law. That's all you got. All you got to do to begin with is don't break the law. And if you do, just just be nice about it. Hey, hey, David, you've never been a part of a bad stuff like I've been falsely accused. I have been arrested, falsely accused, and the charges got dropped. I've been pulled over. Some a cop thought I was robbing my own storage shed because it was late at night. You think I got offended and blew stuff out of proportion? What you doing, man? It's my stuff. I was just nice to him. I was like, I was like, I'm putting stuff back in the shed. He's like, what's all this stuff? I was like, well, that stuff I got out of the shed. You know, I was just, I wasn't being sarcastic, rude. People being sarcastic and rude, it just takes longer for you. It, it puts a doubt in his mind. Like, what's his, what's his attitude about? You know, just be nice about it. The nicer you are when you get pulled over, just be nice. And you still might get the ticket. You know? I've got tickets before. Hey, no no left-hand turn. I took a left. Hey, you know I pulled you over? No. No left turn. Oh, I didn't see that. I'm lying to him. Here's a ticket. Oh, I don't think I should pay that ticket. I paid it. Hey, yeah, I knew I shouldn't have took a left there. We break stuff all the time. We don't get caught. And then when we get caught, we want to have a bad attitude and lie about it. I'm not saying I did this recently. This is stuff back in... Earlier in my life when I made a lot of mistakes. You know? Too many to name on this. Just disgusting. Just mistakes that makes me just... Just like... Ashamed of myself. And... When I talk about... Like, forgive yourself. It's for... Years of me not doing it. And just... Just living just like a... Just a terribly emotional life. And I'm like... So again, if, if you're just struggling, just staying in the faith, and you're like, you know, you're just like, oh, you're just hanging hanging on the edge, and and someone's like, then you, you're listening to this, and he's like, hey, uh, you know, Easter's a pagan holiday based on the second planet. You're like, what the heck? Like, like I'm, you know, I hate myself. Like, who gives a sh- crap about... The second, like, I don't even, I go to church twice a year. Now I won't even go at all because it's around two things that you're talking about that's bad. And it's like, ah, everything's bad. I'm bad. Everything's bad. Hey, life sucks. Life sucks. And, and there's too much pain and heartache throughout it. When we're believers and we see that like death and hell are thrown in the lake of fire, that all pain and suffering and sickness and all that stuff is done away with on the new earth that this earth is going to be made new 
And all the stuff that we know that's bad is going to be gone. I mean, just... And then us who are have the Messiah as our Savior, we're going to be saved. We're going to be given eternal life. Like, this is all good stuff. You know? It doesn't stop there. It's like... <coughs> how we... How are, how are we going to live on the new earth? How are we going to live? Are we going to still be a part of all the same bull crap that we deal with every day here? Are we going to be we going to be worshiping the Almighty with pagan practices? Are we going to be celebrating His birthday, even though we know, even though we can't prove that it's on that day? Or are we we're going to be calling Him by a name that we know is not His? I know your name's not Jesus, but I'm still going to call you that. Is that all right? Like, I'm not even going to think of it. We calling him Jesus, you know. And that was a tough one for me. That that took me a little bit. I was like, actually, Christmas took me the longest. That's because there's so much. Hey, you want to be a part of that custom with your family? Just don't put Jesus in it. Don't put don't put it as the Savior's birth. Not don't put anything to do with it. And I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that that's better. You're not mixing. You're not trying to honor the Almighty. You're not trying to honor the Savior with a custom that that dishonors by idolatry or using a name that that wasn't that wasn't His. Either all of history is wrong with the there being no J in the Hebrew alphabet, and the, it was translated after the 1611 edition and the the holy Jesus to the whole Greek to Latin to English, the whole just either someone has set up a false narrative for fifteen hundred years before the to show that Jesus came around the fifteen hundred or sixteen hundreds, whenever it did. Six after at least after sixteen thirteen. I think it might have been in the King James Version sixteen thirteen edition. If not after that, again, you know it's there's a lot of dates and stuff in my head, and I'm just trying to uh, trying to save time by telling, saying a bunch of stuff in this. And then it's also better for you to study it. It's like I will give people all the information that I have, and they'll look at it and they'll be like, "I'm still going to do it because I want to." Yeah, it's because you want to do it. You're open. You see it. You understand it. You openly rebelling against it because. It's your comfort zone that you have. Well, when Israel did that, they were thrown into captivity. They were killed. They were dispersed from the land. They were just a lot of bad stuff that happened as a result of idolatry and being a part of those pagan practices. Jeroboam was the first one who did it, entering false religious practices into the faith way before Constantine, and he was known as a, the worst king of Israel because he set up idols, statues, and pagan practices. Let's take, you know, you set up an image that's a false image. People are worshiping it. Now, obviously, if you're Catholic, you believe your church has authority to, to change laws and to reset stuff. So if, 
if you're a part of the Catholic faith and you've got statues and idols and and you do other religious holidays that have pre-Christian customs, you know, the they have pagan origins. You believe your church had the authority to uh, to do what it does. But if you're a Protestant, guess what? Uh, I don't think you have such views. Because that's what I've been my whole life as a Protestant. I've been in those Protestant churches. I've had friends, family, all throughout them. I've, had, I've got friends and family in Catholic churches too. But I see the, like I almost became a Catholic one time. Because I was like, they have all the authority. They had the authority to do all this stuff. Then I realized, like, did they have the actual authority to change the laws, the commandments? And when I start reading the catechism, as I was studying, my friend's giving me all this liturgy from his church. And I was like, ah, I can't do this. And then even in Protestantism, there's so much within that that is just like man-made tradition. Like people will believe a faith. People will have faith in an idea, even if it's not in the scriptures. It's just tradition. That's what Christmas, that's what Easter, that's what the name Jesus. Even the image to Jesus. You know all those images? Originally, like in 4th century, based on either Helios or Saul Invictus or any other, you just you got a man with a beard and he's got a sun around his head. What's that sun got to do back there? Oh, well, that's that's the sign of the sun god. Oh, oh yeah. It's, even, man, they still make him today where you got the sun behind his head. Sometimes you don't see it as much. But if you're in a worship service and you're doing, you're singing songs, and you are, right before you pray, sometimes they'll put that image up. If They put it up throughout it where he's got his hands out open. He's got maybe holding a lamb. He's, you know, got the little shepherd crook or what. You know, you got the shepherd thing and you got others. Maybe, might even show him on the cross. And then you got, at the end, sometimes you'll have it to where, it's, I've, been in, I've been a part of several church services. At the end, then they got, they got him kneeling down maybe against a rock with his eyes shut. Let us pray. We worship you. We worship you. Chanting while they've got this photo up there, this image. There's nothing that says that the Messiah looks like that. The Shroud of Turin, even if you think that the Shroud of Turin is supposed to be the case, I don't know. There's a whole study on that too. There's just There's like week-long studies on any of these ideas month long. You can study these ideas the rest of your life. You know, it's just, there's just so much because one idea is just going to lead to another. You're going to start studying. It's just going to keep, it's just going to go more and more. The image and you shut your eyes. What do you think about? Sometimes you might think about that image. Sometimes you might shut your eyes and you think about another image in your mind. What if the Messiah didn't look like that. There's like a hundred different images of the Messiah. All different nationalities. All different looks. They're not all right. You can have somebody say, he's a part of every culture. Yeah, 
Yeah, but he probably looked Jewish. Pro he wasn't white, blonde hair, blue eyes. You know, I mean, kind of maybe get that out of your mind if that's the one you have in front of you. Probably wasn't. You know, let me put it like this. Every culture is putting Jesus how they look. That's idolatry. I don't know what he looked like. I thought he resurrected with a body that they couldn't recognize him as. I thought he had a glorified body, whatever that looks like. Maybe he's even given a new name. You know? But what name did he what name did they use? What name did they baptize in in the first century? First century church. Doubtful it was Iesus, a Greek form of the word, and it definitely wasn't an English translated word that came about over 1,500 years later. If something was good enough up until a point, like, it doesn't mean it's the best. It's, it's only, it, it might be only what we knew up until that point. Like, if, if you were a part of Israel and you were born into a family and they worshipped, and it was around the time of Elijah, when they were worshipping B-A-A-L, maybe that's all you knew. Maybe when Elijah was coming around, like, hey, you guys need to be worshiping the one true. And they're like, uh, no. I don't know. What, what, what did they say to that? They had to have a showdown with them and make sacrifices. And the, the one who answered by fire was the true one to worship. And Elijah proved his point. The people said, yeah, yeah, all right, we'll do that. And that was the only way they knew. Like, where were all the scrolls at? I don't know, I'll have to look. Maybe this was the northern country. Maybe they were already in... Was Ahab part of the northern country? I think it's in 2 Kings. It's in 1 Kings 18 or maybe 2 Kings 18. You know, that's another thing. When you got, you got a word like Israel... And it can apply to the, all the land, but then when the nation divided, and at the, after Solomon died, Rehoboam took over, and ten nations went, and they, were, they went away from the king, and they set up Jeroboam as king, and then Judah and Benjamin kind of stayed together. And they were considered that was considered Judah, and the other one was considered Israel. So sometimes when you know it's just how the Bible's kind of set up and, and put together. Uh, but I think Israel was was a part of the northern tribe. Mount Carmel was at least in the the northeast, uh, the northwestern part of the land. I think Ahab was a part of the king of the northern tribe, and they had a idol set up at Dan and Bethel, and they had, he had the house to B-A-A-L. I mean, it's just all part of, it's just a bunch of idolatry, idolatrous stuff. When I saw how, even in Hosea 2, they were calling the Almighty by different names. In Exodus, around, I don't know, around 25 maybe, when Moses came back down from the mount, maybe it was 28, when they were talking about making the golden calf, hey, let's have a feast to... Uh, Y-H-W-H tomorrow. That's how it's translated. It's, it's Lord in English, but it goes back to the word that's supposed to be 
like the Tetragrammaton, like the, the, the main sacred name of, you know, of the scriptures. They were, were they calling the cows? Like, these be the gods that brought you out of the land of Egypt. Let's, let's hold a feast to the Lord tomorrow. Like, just, it, it's crazy. It's crazy that we have instances where they're calling false idols by the true name, and then they're calling the one who is represented by the true name by names of false idols. So it's both. And when he was on the mountain in Deuteronomy 4, they didn't see an image of him. And he even says, if you just saw an image, you'd have made an idol and worshipped it, and I don't want that. And whether you think that was the father or the son, and you use that, that terminology, uh, or however that worked pre him being incarnate and walking among us and stuff, as a man, there was no images back then. And once you kind of find out, like, oh, wow. Well, I, uh, you know, even if you think it's like a golden statue, like it's, well, this is a picture. It's not a statue made of wood or anything like that. It's not a statue made of wood or gold. Imagine you have a statue of the devil and you're right on your table. It's just a statue of the devil. Whatever material you want to have it as, gold, whatever. And you have a pastor come over and he's like, hey, you really shouldn't have that because, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a statue made of gold. Oh, well, I'm not bowing down and worshiping it. Well, why do you have it? Oh, it's art. How, 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 well, who cares? Oh, you know, it's, it's a part of the culture of the people who, uh, you know, the devil, he, uh, he gets a bad rap. I don't know. And people would like talk about it. Oh, you know, he, uh, he just, he didn't think that the, uh, the Almighty's way was right. He just kind of was like, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. And he started telling people about it. A third of the angels, he led an open rebellion in heaven and had, there was war. I mean, he's not a, it, it, nobody should be taking this guy's side. You know what I'm saying? And why would you have, oh, but let's say, okay, I'll get rid of this golden uh, statue. What if, you, what if you took a photo of it? And you put it in a frame and you kept it on a mantle by, now, it, now it's on a mantle by, by the, uh, the, the dinner table. Pastor comes back and he looks. He's like, now that's much better. Because it's, it's a photo, it's not a, it's not a statue, it's still an image. Why, why would you even want it? Now let's transfer over to cultures that are worshiping false deities. You might have a bunch of art in your house and it deals with false worship and you say, well, I don't worship it, then why have it? When you see the relationship between the Almighty and the people of Israel and he referenced himself to like being a husband, he said, you no longer call me Baali, you'll call me Ishi or Isha and uh, I'm going to take the names of the Balaams out of your mouth. And even there was one part that I read where like, he was even going to take his name away from like the, the inhabitants in Jerusalem that like lived in Egypt or like the, the Jewish people that lived in Egypt. He's like, I'm going to make you guys forget my name altogether. Like I'm just, he's just tired of the idolatries and, and what they did. Just like, 
are we during that time right now where like he's taking his name away from everybody? Like there's, there's no, there's no like definite, this is his name. Even the name YHWH, Joel 2.32, all who call on the name of that will be saved. Peter references that in Romans chapter 10, verse 12 to 14, says, hey, all who call on the name of Kyrios will be saved. All those who call on the name of the Lord. Kyrios being the Greek word for it. But that's lowercase, whereas it's uppercase in Hebrew, and that's the verse that it references to. So why wouldn't he, why would he just, it doesn't make sense. The Greek New Testament, the Hebrew Old Testament, they don't match up. And then, obviously in Romans 10, he's talking about the the uh, Kyrios Jesus Christos, as he mentioned in Greek, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, is the Lord Jesus Christ the known as the Tetragrammaton in Joel 2.32? If so, even all the more not to have photos, because it would have been him that said it at Mount Sinai. You didn't see an image of me, else you would have corrupted yourself and made a, made a statue and worshipped it. Even if you're trying to worship the Almighty through an image or with a false name, we have examples in Scripture on not to do that. The Almighty is the one who's sitting on the throne. You want to call that the Father? You want to say that the Son is on the right hand as the high priest? I wonder who gave the word S-O-N and S-U-N. Kind of sound the same. So... We see all the pagan sun worship that has come into the faith and the, the warning in Deuteronomy 4. Not to look up and see the sun, moon, and stars, all the heavenly bodies, the planets, the constellations, and don't be driven to worship them. We don't worship them. Obviously, we don't worship them. We look up, we see the Creator made those. But there are people who did. After the flood, Ham and them. Ham and Nimrod and all that. Any people that were a part of that line that just decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a part of the Tower of Babel and be a part of this false religious worship. And they kind of set stuff up, whether they were pre-flood false gods or... Just set up a new system then. that's Again, that's a whole other study in itself right there. There's a lot of falseness that has come through. You know, I want to mention something. Noah cursed Ham. Doesn't say that the Almighty did. Doesn't say that the Almighty through Noah did. Just, you know, Noah got drunk. Ham did something, whatever that was. And Noah cursed him. Ah, cursed be Ham. You're going to serve your brothers. But, uh, you know, John says he, he you know, he, he wish everybody be in good health, or he, you know, he thinks the Lord wishes everybody should would be in good health, but it doesn't actually say, it says that he wishes. He wishes everyone would be in good health, and I was told that as like, God wants you to be in good health. John could have been spirit-filled, and he could have, it could have been the Holy Spirit, you know, it could have been the Almighty through him speaking it, but it just looked like he was like, hey, I hope you'd be in good health. 
Just like when Paul was like, hey, this isn't from above. You know, I'm, this is from me. I, I think I'm, I think I got the spirit. So, you know, I'm just kind of mentioning, hey, if, if you don't, if you're not going to marry, yeah, you do good if you're, if you're like me. Like, you just spoke about if you're going to burn with lust, go ahead and marry. But then he's like, hey, you know what? If, if you can devote your life to the ministry and be like me, people will read that and they're like, hey, you know, we should be like Paul. They also read the Nazarite vow and they think that you shouldn't eat any grapes or raisins or drink any wine. You know, I mean, there's... Or they read the about a bishop and like husband of one wife and I don't know, whatever he does. It seems like these these preachers and people who are in these churches, they're taking specific stuff for priests and people who are trying to live holier and so they you know and they're trying to you know with a vow or whatever or a specific position and they're trying to apply it to everybody or they'll take the verse from Jeremiah 31:33 is it 31:33 no that might be the new covenant looks like the new covenant kind of might happen when there's no more evangelism everyone will know the lord it says and it's not obviously not the word L-O-R-D, it was whoever, whatever name was used back then before it got lost apparently to history and the people who, who were protecting its integrity. Like it's gone. You know, you know what would be interesting? If that word was the same name as the Messiah and they, they changed both of them. Wouldn't that be something? That would be outrageously like uh, I think it's Zechariah 2 or 3 where it talks about uh, Joshua being the high priest. Joshua coming from the name Yeshua or Yahashua which is where we get Jesus as well. Jesus or Joshua in English. Joshua is the high priest. Jesus says he's the high priest in, in Hebrews. I'm like, it, is somebody trying to not match up Old Testament and New Testament? Who could that be? Did the, did the Jews who didn't believe in the Messiah want their religion back and so maybe they changed some stuff? And maybe the, the Constantine, when he was kind of gathering all the canonizing the scriptures and, you know, Translating it into Jerome's Latin, Jerome's Vulgate, you know, the Latin Vulgate. Just put it all in Latin and just kind of change some stuff. Yeah, let me just, let, let me uh, de-Hebrewize de the, de-Judaize the Jewish Messiah. And maybe, you know, oh, hey, let's, let's kind of change some properties of the prophecies of the Messiah. You know, we... We see that Peter was doing a lot of good things. The apostles were, and they were healing people, and they were kind of brought before the Pharisees like, hey, we see you guys are doing some good stuff. Just don't do it in this person's name. You're bringing, you're going to make the people kind of, you're going to bring blame toward us. And guess what? If there's any Christian that thinks that there wasn't a heavenly divine, it's like he came, he died, there was prophecies, it's our sins that killed him. 
you know, and it's like if anybody just blames a particular group of people within a group of people and and hates them for it, that's ridiculous, you know? Also, to justify enslaving the black man, you, you use the line, the, the curse of ham, that's also ridiculous, you know? It's just like the Jews didn't kill Jesus and and black people shouldn't be, or Africans or, you know, the line of ham, if that's where you think ham comes from, shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be slaves, shouldn't be our servants. It's just what Noah said. And Native Americans, oh, they were savages, so, man, we, we, we what, destroyed the whole nation and stole it from them? Not we. I'm, I'm Native American. I've got members of my family who are have African-American descent. I almost married an African-American lady. I think she was a part of that descent. It just it didn't work out. She was actually too good for me. But you know, I I if if anybody is racist in this time or prejudice, uh it's you guys who keep the hate going. And there are I mean, the Black Panther. Black Panther Party? I see stuff about them, and I'm like, these guys, yeah, they're, they look mad all the time. Like, like you're, you're, two, two people have to have the hate. KKK. Why are you guys still hating? It's like, can you imagine if, like, the Black Panther and the KKK, if they just kind of, like, you don't have to become friends, but just stop hating each other. Like, why are there all these groups, you know... When after World War II, the na- Israel became a nation again, I mean, we see what, what hate can happen to a group of people. You would think at that point, like all hate would have just like, hey, you know what? We have seen how hate has just driven. Not only has it become a stumbling block for Jews to accept the Messiah because they were kind of blamed during that time, for killing Christ, it's it's sick. I mean, I've I've got books. I went to the Jewish Holocaust Museum. Is I'm just like, how the heck did this even happen? It it's been a stumbling block to them though. To and the Inquisitions, the Crusades. Now in this country, blacks and whites, if you want to use those words, being divided, we're Christians. We're being divided by what? You know, by the media. Who controls the media? Are they Christian? Ah, uh, why would you want to separate Christians? Dad, get rid of get man, get rid of all the past. Kind of look right now in the future. Why are we trying to be divided right now? You know, I know there's injustices. I'm just saying, like, why is the church, why is the body of Christ being divided? It's bull. Why are why do churches have a white conference, a black conference, a Latino conference. We're, we're part of one church, one body, one spirit, one baptism, one faith, all that stuff. One savior, you know? I think when we let what divides us, it, it's not a good thing. But when we come together, let's make sure we come together and not be a part of pagan stuff, pagan customs. Worshiping in a false way, even if it's for good stuff, even if it's for peace, if it's a part of false pagan practices, it was never honored before, 
and I won't be honored now even if it has good intentions. I pray you can be led into all truth, and I, I pray peace for you.